This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 59 of Retired Racehorse Radio on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products and Cashel Company. Retired Racehorse Radio is your guide to the adoption, care, and training of the retired racehorse, and it's brought to you in cooperation with the Retired Racehorse Project and New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program. On today's show, we talked to Denise Hyland from InterEquus as she shares her story about the amazing retired resources influenced the life of a veteran who she's worked with. RRP Spotlight writer Marsha Hartford-Sapp joins us to share her journey about Full Moon Rising, a uniquely colored thoroughbred, and Leandra shares details on the New Vocations All Thoroughbred Charity Horse Show and, of course, our Adoptable Horse of the Week. Stay tuned. And they're off on Retired Racehorse Radio, the podcast that is your guide to the adoption, care, and training of the retired racehorse. Did I mention that we're at 473 Instagram followers? Oh, got a new one. No, we have really been climbing since the last episode. So that's only 27 more followers to go, and we will announce the winner of our 500 giveaway, which, should I remind you, is an amazing box of crap, which is really full of great products that we think you'll love. And this week's listener shout out goes to Melissa Ham at Keeping High Standards. If you'd like to be our listener of the week, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Now back to the show. This is Jamie Jennings and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. And this is Joy Orr in Detroit, Michigan. And you're listening to Retired Racehorse Radio. Joy, we made it. Our horses made it through July 4th. Oh, my god! It's always a scary time. It's a time where you just bunker down. You prep your horses. You give them a talk. You just let them know it's going to be okay. You might have one to seven glasses of wine. (laughs) And then you'll make it. I just don't understand. It's like people in the country, when you have horses, you don't live in the city. You live in the country typically. And what is up with the rednecks up in Oklahoma with the like fireworks that boom in the sky? It is insane. Is it like that up in Michigan? It is. And we, I've been the person who wants to call the police and I have called the police because I'm like, this is ridiculous. Not only are my horses like bug eyed and losing it, my dog sitting there and shaking and one year. Oh my gosh. Yes. This is TMI. Skip ahead. Maybe five seconds if you need to. She had like nervous poops. Oh God. All night. And I was like, what is that? What, why is that real? So she's doing that. My (laughs) cat's looking at me like I'm a senior citizen. I'm having heart palpations. Like it's just not, it wasn't well, a good time. <laughs> I don't know how to prep the horses for it, but this is something, if this has just happened to you, I did post a video on my Flyver Farm Facebook page. And basically, when I feed the horses, I'll blow up a balloon and pop it with a, a pin mm-hmm. and blow yeah. up a balloon. And I do probably about five every feeding in a couple of weeks leading up to it. And they all freak it for something. Oh, my God. Okay. Nothing happened. Yeah. And they go back to eating. And once you do that a couple of times, it definitely softens the blow. But I still brought them all in. I still closed them in. I turned the radio on. But of course, it's just such a stressful time. But we made it. Now we we're in the it. lovely, beautiful weather of July. Yeah. <sighs> it's not humid or wet no, it's or so hot nice. at all. It's just uh, <laughs> glorious. I glorious. love being colored with Happy to be alive. sweat. 
Indeed. I know. You know what I really love is I love getting up at 530 in the morning to ride my horses so I can get out and uh, be done before it's 112 degrees. Like le- That's true. I'm the opposite of you. I'm the evening rider. I love seeing that beautiful sunset. The way my farm faces it, like the primary ride area, the indoor faces the west side. So you just see the sunset as you're going. And it's just so beautiful, all the different colors. And this is summer. I think that's nice. I was actually being sarcastic because I don't want to get up at five o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's why I do it in the evening. I didn't think you were telling the truth at all. (laughs) (laughs) So you have a better idea of it. (laughs) Well, we are going to, I mean, we have a huge show. Denise Heinlein is coming from Germany to talk to us. We've got Marsha Hartford Sapp of Cobra fame coming to talk to us about her thoroughbred makeover and the horse that Joy has fallen in love with. The oh, New yeah. Vocations Adoptable Horse of the Week. And I'm not going to say the name. Bring her home. Well, I that's because we'll fight if we say the name. Yeah, we'll say the name. You can listen on. That'll be coming up in just a second. But before we get to that, let's talk to our sponsors, Kentucky Performance Products. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Managing horses can be challenging. Each horse's personality affects the way he behaves and reacts to the world around him. Horses with certain dispositions can be at higher risk for developing health problems than others. High-strung or excitable horses are easily stressed, but so is the timid, quiet warrior. Stressed horses are more likely to develop digestive upsets that lead to colic, diarrhea, and ulcers. Nalox Advanced was specifically developed to support a digestive tract that is under stress. It sustains proper pH levels, reducing the incidence of ulcers and hindgut imbalances, while simultaneously supporting the healing of damaged tissues. Nalox Advanced supports the complete digestion of starches and sugars and sustains populations of beneficial bacteria. Make life a little easier on your sensitive horse and start him on Nalox Advanced today. To learn more about the ingredients in Nalox Advanced, visit Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. I'm pleased, Joy, to welcome to the show one of my dear friends and instructors actually at Monty Roberts International Learning Center at Flag is Up Farms in California. Denise was the head instructor when I was going through my training. And now Denise Heinlein is stuck in Germany and has been there for too long and needs to get back over here to the United States. But uh, since she's been in Germany, she has been doing some amazing work. Hi, Denise. Hi. It's so nice to talk to you, Jamie. It's been too long. I agree that I have been back in your wonderful country. I know, too. And to tell you guys what a sport, Denise says it's like 12.30 a.m. It's like after midnight her time. So we have kept her up long. So we'll get it going. Tell us a little bit about your nonprofit that you started in Requis. Well, our nonprofit organization here in in Germany is basically um, uh, to allow us to run the horse sense and healing clinics here as well in Germany because I thought I just lost the work we do at the farm in California at Monty's place with the veterans. So here 
in Germany, I wanted to start um, the workshops as well to give the people here the chance to go through those fantastic three days and have this possibility to have the horses as their healing partners. So therefore, we founded, like me and a friend, um, Doris Semmelmann, we founded that nonprofit organization, ECOS, Interaction Between Humans and Horses to run the workshops and the courses here as well. So tell everybody a little bit about what Horse Sense and Healing is and does. Horse Sense and Healing is a workshop Monty created throughout the years with lots of helpers where horses, um, well, used it's a really wrong word, I think, Mm -hmm. but uh, we take horses with people together to let them do like their magic as they always say like the participants call it the horses do the magic while doing join up with them so to interact with with the veterans and the participants to bring out emotions and healing powers in themselves bring back joy and trust which sometimes they unfortunately lost through traumatic experiences Yes, I have taught this course now because Denise is gone and she's in Germany doing her own courses. I've been able to go out there, fortunate enough to go out to California and do this clinic with some veterans and first responders. And there is just nothing, Denise, like once that veteran or that first responder does their first ever join up, there is nothing like seeing a grown man cry. It makes me cry every time. Yeah, no, it's true. It's incredible what horses can bring out and help to ease for pain in the participants and in the people who take part in the horses and healing workshops. It's fantastic. That's why I needed it to bring it here over to Germany as well. Yes. So it's a program for first responders and veterans and police officers. I mm-hmm. think that's first responders, right? Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, Police, fire, ambulance, anything. Now, the reason we had you on is because I heard a story. There's so many breeds of horses in the world to use to do a join up. Every horse can do a join up. But you have been working with thoroughbreds doing the Horse Sense and Healing Clinic. And I believe there was a love affair created, a special connection. Can you talk to us a little bit about the veteran and the thoroughbred? Yes, actually, this story about this thoroughbred, and his name is Harry Potter. Um, he's uh, <laughs> from a, a really uh, successful sire called Hurricane Run, who won the Arc de Triomphe in 2005 here in, in Europe. And this horse is a matchmaker, basically, because where he came from or where the lady adopted him, I worked there before. And I helped there to train and pre-start um, the, the yearlings before they went to the trainers, to the track. And so that's where we started talking. And then she said, I just bought a horse facility in uh, close to Munich in the south. And would you like to uh, run courses and training there? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. If I'm uh, coming back to Germany, I get in contact with you and then I could offer and run um, some Monty Roberts courses there. So that uh, was done, actually. And then at this place in Fürstenfeldbruck, we started or we hold the first 
official horse sense and healing workshop in Germany while we were touring, I think it was 2018, with Monty together. So we had a tour going on and I used like a split second, like of three days there and asked Monty if he would agree to run like the first horse sense and healing there. And Harry Potter was there, of course, as well, because he was adopted from the owner at that time. Well, then this veteran, Volker, he had to do his first join-up um, with Harry. And he said in the beginning, it was such a, a huge variety of emotions because he really was afraid of horses. He said he wanted nothing to do with horses, but his wife kind of pushed him to the workshop because she said, you need to try this. And it's like the last chance, basically, or whatever for them. So she pushed really hard to get him there. And then he did like his first join up at the first horse sense and healing workshop in Germany with the off the track thoroughbred Harry Potter. And he absolutely fell in love with Harry Potter. It was as you said, like the love at the first sight, it's called, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so uh, therefore, after the workshop and so on, he, he stayed in contact and he actually is an active member of our nonprofit organization now. And he said to me, how is Harry doing? And he always asked me how this horse is because it never left his mind. And then like almost a year later, he asked me, do I have any news from Harry Potter? And at that time, I actually did have news of Harry Potter because tragic news, basically. He went through some really trauma um, experience. Traumatic, yeah. What happened to him? He did have an accident where he did fell in a hole filled with in the old um, farm places where they have the manure on top of like concrete. Oh, and a well like, or something. Yeah, I don't know exactly the word for it. But yeah, it was basically filled with the watery stuff of the manure. Oh. And But it was old, so nobody saw that anymore because kind of grass and stuff grew over that area. And he was roaming free in that place. And then he did fell into it. So he was absolutely until the or with the head out of the water um, stuck into that hole and then he had to be nobody knew how long he was in there because it happened in the night and then he had to be rescued with the firemen um, and trucks and whatsoever and then he had not that bad wounds luckily and then the next tragic happened that the guy who actually kind of took care or leased him had a heart attack with 35 and so he um, oh suddenly died and then uh, the lady like the owner called me and she's oh my god Denise you don't want to know what just happened it's like a string of tragedy but do you know anybody who can help me with this horse and like a day later asked me do you have any news about this horse and then I said you know what actually Harry Potter is looking for a home uh, or for somebody who is kind of adopting him. And then he's, oh, my God, you don't believe, uh, or he didn't believe that. And then he said, please, um, uh, can you arrange that? I, I take him. Oh, 
It's a wonderful. So basically, Harry Potter falls in a well. His then his owner dies, and this lovely guy who continued to check up on him. And by the way, I just love hearing you say Harry Potter. It makes me very happy. So he checks up on him, and it turns out he needs a home, and he swoops in and adopts him. That is such a cool story. It is, and the story doesn't stop there because both of them now have a, um, a post-traumatic stress injury. And so they continuously help each other to overcome that and support each other and kind of bring out the best in in each individual. So it's so lovely to follow up on those both. It's really an amazing story Aww. about like off-the-track Thurbert who now found his forever home and his forever partner. That is wonderful. Well, Denise, thank you for sharing that story. So you can go to interequus.de is one of Denise's website. Uh, where else can people find you, Denise? Well, I'm, of course, as everybody on Instagram now and share all of those um, lovely pictures I take throughout my um, life with horses. Mainly at the moment, you find there my retired halflinger, Apollo, which I have already for 27 years now. Mm -hmm. So um, I enjoy the time with him very much. And that's why my Insta account is full of him. <laughs> <at the moment. laughs> what, what's your Insta name? It's also InterEquus. That's where I'm um, operating under this name because I love the connection of interacting with humans and humans and horses and equals as our the language of the horses. So that's how I thought it's a good business or name to, to work under. I love it. I love it. Denise, thank you so much for joining. Go follow her on Instagram, enter Equus. Instagram. See, I don't know Instagram, Denise, because you're younger than me and I feel like I'm too old for Instagram. I don't know. So you and Joy can swap stories with your Instagrams and I'll just be over here on Facebook. Don't worry about me. Well, I'm not really good at it because I'm getting old too. <laughs> it was lovely talking to you, Tammy, and I hope we see each other in person soon. Uh, very soon. I look forward to it, Denise. And uh, thank you so much for being on. Now go to bed, woman. It's 1 a.m. Good Lord. Yeah, true. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Guys, it's fly season. Yes, we know you're living in it just like us. Our horses are rolling, kicking, scratching. You're probably tired of applying ointment under their little bug bites and you just feel so bad for them. But don't worry because Cashel Company's got your back. Cashel Company's Crusader line has everything you and your horse need to stay fly-free and comfortable this summer. Available in fly masks, fly sheets, and fly boots, Cashel Company's Crusader line comes in an array of styles and sizes that offer an amazing alternative to chemical-based fly sprays that are expensive and, like, they don't last that long. We all know. Don't forget to check out Cashel Company's Quiet Ride line as well to enjoy those long summer hacks and don't worry about flies ruining your ride. Hey, they make something for your helmet as well. So, so you don't get the gnats in your eyes. It's a plague. You don't want it. Get Cashel Quiet Ride Line. It's amazing. Treat you and your horse to some fly-free comfort this summer and check out Cashel Company's Crusader and Quiet Ride products today at any of the nationwide authorized dealers or visit www.cashelcompany.com. Jamie, I can't believe that the retired racehorse project's thoroughbred makeover is just, gosh, only a few months away. It's nuts. And we have a very awesome guest. Her name is Marsha Hartford Sapp. 
honestly, this girl, she's a queen at riding. Like she's rocking it out there. She's competed in dressage as well as hunter and jumpers. She competed in the Mustang makeover, placing in the top five, three times. And she's going to be competing with like the most amazing looking thoroughbred I've seen in a while and 2021 makeover. So welcome Marsha to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us, Marsha. Like I was trying to figure out the best way to introduce you, and I feel all you like have you... to do is say Cobra, okay, yeah, Marsha and like... Cobra. So it's going to be a novel. This woman's done it all. She's amazing. I know she is. <laughs> so thank you so much for giving us your time today. I know I gave like the quickest synopsis, but tell us a little bit about where you're at and what you're up to at your farm. Well, I have a farm in Tallahassee, Florida, Southern Oaks Equestrian Center, and I'm the owner and head trainer there. And we are preparing right now for the 2021 Retired Resource Project. And this is the first year I've been able to do it. So I'm really excited. It's been on my bucket list. It's never worked out before, but this is the year I'm doing it. I was hell bent on it come hell or high water. So I'm doing it this year. My horse is doing great. And I'm just really looking forward to the show. Absolutely. And you're not shy at a competition. That is clear. It seems you thrive on it. Tell us a little bit about your makeover horse and where you found him because he is so unique. It is a unique horse. I have done lots of makeovers in the past, a lot of times with Mustangs for Mustang makeovers. And I won a couple of them. And of course, my... My horse, Cobra, was a great success story for a makeover. He won a couple national championships in dressage and western dressage and is a Briar model horse. So the thoroughbred makeover is set on my bucket list. I've never done it. So I kind of sat back and waited for the right thoroughbred to come to me. And I was keeping my eye out. I wasn't going to get one until January because I really didn't have any place in my stable because it is a training facility. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, this horse popped up on my Facebook feed that was retiring from the racetrack. It was actually in Ocala, Florida, which was close to me, of course. And it was the coolest looking thoroughbred I have ever seen in my life. I didn't even know thoroughbreds could look like this one. Leave so, it to you but, to find something totally weird and unique. I have never seen a horse like this in my entire life. Cobra, of course, being a Mustang that you want the makeover stuff with, the Mustang makeovers, but now the thoroughbred makeovers with the horse that potentially has the coloring of a Mustang. I know, he's not quite Pinto. He's not quite Appaloosa. What like, is he's got he? his own thing going on. <laughs> oh, he's so cool. And I'm like, oh, someone pinch me. This is such a beautiful horse. And he was close by. So he's, I honestly don't know what the technical name is for his coat color, but he looks like a red roan. He's got four high white socks. He's a splashy, round out horse with a white face. He ran on the track 10 times. So he was successful. He went to the races. There's tons of video footage and pictures of this horse actually racing. And that to me is so nice to have too, because a lot of times when you get these thoroughbred for makeovers, you don't always have all their history. You don't have very much pictures of videos of them when they were born or when they were on the racetrack or when they were in training. But this horse has everything documented. I've been in contact with his breeder, Betty. And of course, I got him directly from the farm that was racing him, Crystal in Ocala. 
So they have so many pictures and videos and information to share with me. Not only did I have this unusual thoroughbred who actually ran on the track and actually did well, but I actually had a whole life story too, which I was really so unique. Yeah, Yeah. that's something many of us, I think, envy. (laughs) I was headed to Ocala with a horse trailer. I can't remember if I was at a horse show or I think I was at a horse show. I was doing something and I called the gal right away and said, can I come see your horse? Please, can I come see your horse? I know he's really special and I know you're wanting to find a home for him. Would you humor me and meet me? Would you let me come meet your horse? And it worked out great that I was on their way, on my way past their farm with a horse trailer. The owner of the horse was so fantastic to work with. She really wanted the very best thing for her horse since she was going to retire him from racing she was retiring him sound. She had him gelded. She had turned him out. He had downtime. And he came home with, with me in the trailer that day. I mean, I was, I'm sorry. I, As a person selling a horse, if Marsha Hartford Sapp calls me and says, I want to see your horse, I go, yes, ma'am. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you for saying that. This person that owned this horse, she she had done all the training on the track. She was there for every race for him and she wanted the very best for him. So I was really like, I don't know how the universe just came together for me to get this horse, but he came home with me in the trailer and and he's been doing really great. Yeah. So his name is Full Moon Rising. Now you've been competing him already in preparation for the makeover and uh, (laughs) he has not sucked. Oh my God. No, he's killing it. Let's backtrack real quick. Before we talk about how amazing this horse has been in the competition field, you're competing him in Western Dressage. Did you know that's the route you wanted to go with your makeover horse or did Full Moon Rising kind of have some say in it? No. And and as I'm pretty multidiscipline, I have a lot of experience in multiple disciplines. I primarily ride and show dressage. I've ridden through Grand Prix. I have my gold medal. I train FEI horses as well as young horses. So I did want a thoroughbred that could do dressage. But when I found this horse with his unique coloring and in between you and me, he's only 15 too. So he's a little bit of a smaller thoroughbred. Mm -hmm. I thought I want to get this horse prepared as much as possible for the makeover. I want to start showing him, but he wasn't ready to go to USDF shows yet. We had some trouble with the canter transitions. And of course, being an off the track thoroughbred with the right lead canter, like almost everyone has. But I wanted to start getting him out and showing him and, and just getting him acclimated to that sort of environment. And I just thought to myself, well, I've done Western dressage before. I've had multiple national champions in Western dressage. So I knew the discipline. And I thought, well, what a great way to get this horse introduced to showing. So I thought, okay, well, let's do this. They have a division for intro. They offer a national award for intro level for every horse called a Horse of the Year Award for USEF. So I started showing him just to get him out there, and he's actually done really well. His first show, he got a 70%, won all of his classes, and this horse's average for Western dressage is probably a 74 or 75%. It's really high. So he's been doing really well. He's ranked number two in the nation for Western dressage for intro level, but he's also the number one ranked horse in the U.S. for uh, Western dressage suitability which is a material class for Western dressage horses. It's just based solely on the horse's gait. That's amazing. And 
I'm in awe that you were able to take this horse and get him to jog. Like I struggled getting my thoroughbred just to do a nice working trot English. And you're here and you're able to take him off the track and help him get a jog. And he's averaging 74%. That's phenomenal. That shows how much heart he has in it as well. He does. And he's a phenomenal athlete. He's very well put together. He has very pure gait. And he's very trainable, like most thoroughbreds are. He likes, he's going to the show. He's doing well. So, yeah, I'm thrilled. I was so thrilled because with a thoroughbred, it's a little hit and miss with the trot, as we all know. But he's been doing fantastic. He's killing it. That's epic. So as you're leading up to the makeover, there's only a few months left. It probably feels like time is going by way too fast. What are those last couple key steps you have in mind for him to get him prepped for the show? Well, I'm going to do the freestyle class because that's something that I'm familiar and comfortable with doing a lot of these makeovers and exhibition type riding. So I haven't even started on the freestyle yet. However, I know that the other division I want to do is the dressage division because that's what I do as a profession. So mm-hmm. I have been uh, getting him ready to do the, the dressage division. So I've actually taken him now to two USDF recognized dressage shows and I've been showing him in training level. So yay, our canter transitions are working now. His average is 70%. So the two shows we've gone to, we've just done training level and He's doing really well. We're actually qualified and headed to, hold your breath, to the National Pony Cup uh, next week in in St. Louis, Missouri. And it's a big national championship show. And it's the Pony Cup. It's for ponies, but they have a small horse division. So that means horses under 16 hands. So he is going to the Pony Cup championship classes for small horses next week in St. Louis. So that will be kind of a good prep for for the makeover as well, because that's a big show and a big venue, and it should just be a lot of fun with my my speckled thoroughbred. So we're going to Pony Cup next week. Love it. So for all of our uh, Missouri listeners, if you're around that area and have nothing to do, go support Marsha and Full Moon Rising. I think it'd be really fun and take photos and tag us in it. (laughs) (laughs) It will be fun. Yes, ma'am. I'm so excited for you and Full Moon Rising. I guess the last thing I want to ask, what is your ultimate goal for the makeover? It seems like you're someone who really takes goals to heart, has that bucket list. What's your number one priority going in? I'm just hoping to show a successful makeover. The training process of horses is really my niche for being a horse trainer. I start lots of young performance horses. That's primarily what I do is sit on colts all day. I ride FEI horses and I show horses, of course, but I'm just very dedicated to excellence in the training process because when you train a horse, especially their first six months under saddle, their experiences are critical and what they learn is critical. It's their foundation that carries them for the next 20 years. So I just want to be able to demonstrate correct foundation, show what horses can do when they're given a chance and given the right tools. And that's always my ultimate goal with all of these makeovers is I want to be able to present a horse that's well adapted to go on and do great things in life. And we just have to be careful with that that initial six months and what we're doing with those horses in order to lay the foundation for success. So I'm just hoping for a good makeover. I'm really excited to meet the organizers and all the people involved and 
it's been a long-standing, successful show, and I'm just really happy to be a part of it to finally get to the makeover and, and learn about all of the other trainers that are doing this. Well, from my experience, Marcia, there is no shortage of people to talk horses to. I mean, they're (laughs) just everywhere. And you're like, you're walking your horse down to the arena. You're like, oh my God, look at that one. Oh my God, look at that one. Oh my gosh. It's just a shopper's dream. Set aside some time to just go watch some of the unique disciplines like the the polo and the field hunters and all that stuff. But like some of the freestyles are really cool to watch too obviously, (laughs) but it's really fun. So I would say just make a little bit of extra time to go and take a look around and, and, and see something. I think I packed myself so full with the, the eventing and the freestyle that I didn't have a whole lot of time to just enjoy the atmosphere. So definitely do that. Yep. Oh yeah. And that Kentucky horse park is such an amazing place to visit in general and to show at because there's so much history there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really is. Well, we wish you the best of luck, Marcia. Congratulations on finding the ultimate dream pony. Oh, by the way, will he be for sale at the end of the makeover? I don't know if I could possibly sell a horse this unique. Oh, yeah, she loves not, him. I'm just not that. sure I can do that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, everyone that's there at the makeover will know who I am when you see this horse. He's so unusual and cool. <laughs> yeah. What a great conversation piece. I certainly, like with Cobra, with his four-digit number on his butt, I, <laughs> I, I definitely got stopped by a lot of other trainers and riders asking what the horse was and why the numbers were there. And I've met a lot of great people through Cobra, and I just I, I feel like this thoroughbred is another avenue to educate people and to meet people because he's a great conversation piece, and he's just such a cool horse. Super yes. cool. I mean, you know, I'm just so lucky and delighted to have found him and so yeah yeah i just i don't know that he'll be for sale well stick to your guns follow your heart do all those things that you're supposed to do mm-hmm. his name of course is full moon rising you can see him and marsha harford sap at the makeover and we wish you the best of luck we, i have good confidence in you guys oh thanks so much and i'll keep posting pictures and show updates to his uh facebook page he does have one labeled a full moon rising 2021 rp candidate so he can be found on facebook and all of his pictures and updates will be posted as we go and and as we go to st louis next week all right i'm following his page right now thanks marcia oh you are so welcome and i'm i'm so delighted to see you guys well to talk to you guys (laughs) thanks girl talk to you soon marcia bye-bye all right bye Well, Jamie, it's that time of the episode that everyone looks forward to. They're just waiting to hear what horse we're going to bring to the table so that they can make room in their barn. We have Leandra (laughs) Cooper from New Vocations back on with us today. And before we get to our fabulous horse, we're going to normally we offer you a training tip. And so don't be mad at us, but we have something that we think you're really going to like instead. Leandra, tell us a little bit about the New Vocations horse show that's coming up. Well, hello. Yes, this is really exciting because we weren't able to have our horse show last year, of course, but this year we're switching things up a lot. So for the 2021 New Vocations All Thoroughbred Charity Horse Show presented by Iris Iris Smith Stable LLC, which this is happening this year, September 3rd through the 5th, it's going to be in Aiken, South Carolina, which is totally different for us. 
And we just opened entries. They close on August 27th. They're going to be a lot of the same type of classes. So hunter-jumper combined tests, dressage, Western dressage, English and Western pleasure, in-hand, specialty classes, derbies, lots of different options. So something for everyone. But we also have a bunch of specialty awards. So things like awards for the oldest horse there, the youngest horse there, most recently raced, of course, because it's an all-thoroughbred show, and then most starts highest prize at auction, things like that. So it's not about just being the best at the show, but you can win awards for lots of different things. And now we're going to have a competitor party with food and a band. So it's open to any thoroughbred that is registered with the Jockey Club or a foreign thoroughbred stud book that's recognized by the Jockey Club. So if you have a thoroughbred and you have any inclination to just be around other people showing, have a good time. If you like having a good time, of course. If you don't like having a good time, don't come. But yeah, there are lots of different options. There's something for everyone. And we're really excited about it. So you can find more information on our website through the events page, or you can always reach out to us for more info. But definitely check out all the different things that we've got going on this year. I think it's going to be a blast. Ah, so exciting. And I kind of love that's in Aiken. It's something different. It's something to be excited about. And you always have the most fun classes available for people. So it's definitely something to check out, especially if you're someone who's maybe want to do like the thoroughbred makeover, but your horse doesn't qualify for it. This is another amazing all thoroughbred show to get involved with. So, and you're helping new vocations. All the money goes back to help yeah. you guys, which is an amazing cause. So tell your significant other. Yeah. It's worth if it's it. helping us, it's helping the horses. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So they can just check that out at newvocations.com then? At newvocations.org. And it, there are some event details there. Definitely check out our social media pages. because I'm sure there's information up there about how you can check out those different classes. And I, yeah, I think it's going to be a blast. But even I'll say for the people who are going to be going to the makeover because the the makeover is in October. This is the beginning of September. So if you want to do a little test run, even if you're going to the makeover, this might be a kind of a good spacing where you can see how you do there. You can have a couple things to work on before you ramp back up for the makeover, especially if you're in that area or around it. Yeah. But even if they don't qualify, this is like the makeover that keeps on giving. You can always be eligible if you're a thoroughbred. So it's yeah, it'll be a blast. I love it. And you know what I also love, Leandra, is this horse we're talking about today. Tell us about Caramel Moon. Or is it yeah, Caramel? Caramel Moon. Caramel Moon. <laughs> yeah. That's, is this a regional argument right now? <laughs> yeah. This could be a whole nother thing, but um, <laughs> let's just call her Kara. This wonderful mayor, she's she's a athlete in what I like to call the fun size package. So smaller versions of the big fun candy bars with fun size. It's not small, it's fun size. She's just compact. She stands at 15.3, so she's really not tiny, but she has a smaller presence to her, but she just is a pocket-sized athlete. She's so cool, but she's also really sweet and engaging and friendly. So sometimes when you get the horses who are like, you can tell they're obvious athletes, but they might be more aloof, but she's super friendly and super kind. She's seven years old. 
So she's a little bit older than some of the ones that we have in our program generally. And with that, she gets more experience in this maturity. So she's can be like an anchor of her turnout group. She gets turnout with some of the other mayors overnight and she's a leader in it, but she's also kind of a submissive type under saddle. She's very agreeable, but she really likes to have a person who she can trust and she can bond with, who's also quiet and will work with her. She doesn't like a really loud rider or a little uh, like high energy type person. She likes somebody who's quiet. And for that type of person, she'll do just about anything. So she is super nimble and careful when you, even with just a little bit of jumping we've done already, um, you can really finesse her. She's really adjustable. So she's just a cool, soft, kind athletic horse. And she I just can't say enough good things about her. She's a, really a blast to work with. I do love a red horse. Gosh, I mm-hmm. think it's my favorite color. And she is a copper penny, man. No chrome. So she has nice, firm, hard hooves. And she's really pretty. Yeah, she is. And she's she likes to stay clean for the most part. And she always gets really glossy. So she's, she's one who just stands out. You don't need a lot of chrome with her. She stands out all on her own. And she just glides when you're riding her. So she's going to stand out in the show ring. And she's going to stand out in the barn because she'll be sticking her head out of her stall waiting for somebody to come give her attention. So no matter what, she just she's a cool horse. I love how it says in her bio, she's a typical redhead in that she likes to be brushed gently. I get it. Some of these thoroughbreds, especially the chestnuts, Mm -hmm. man, they don't want you to, I mean, God, they would cry if you use some like firm metal curry on them or something. But it also says she likes to stay clean. She's a bit of a princess. I do find her adoption fee a little insane. I mean, she's all the way up to $1,000. What? Yeah. It's nuts. It's really crazy. (laughs) <laughs> wow. That's a great deal. You guys go to horseadoption.com. Her name is Carmel Moon or Caramel, <laughs> Caramel Moon. Moon. You can call her Cara or Kara, whatever you, you call her Moon for all you we care. Just whoever, adopt her. Yeah. Whoever adopts her, they can really have the last say on that. And I'm when you do adopt her, please contact me and let me know how you say it. I don't actually say caramel. I just thought it would be fun to disagree with you ladies. Unless, you know, Jamie's wrong, then contact me to let me know I'm right. (laughs) All right. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Leandra. Thank you so much, Leandra. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. You can find our show notes and links to today's guests on the website at retiredracehorseradio.com. Like us on Facebook and Instagram. Come on, people, win the prize. Just search for Retired Racehorse Radio. We're on Twitter at Horse Radio, although it's not actually Joy or I. And I have a Facebook page, Flyover Farms, Jamie Jennings Certified Monty Roberts Instructor. You can also send me an email at jamie at horseradionetwork.com. You can send me an email at joyhorseradionetwork.com or find me on Instagram at the foodie equestrian. And yes, I will share a recipe with you if there's something that you like. I will also share things about my horse if you like. Just DM me. It's fine. Thanks so much to our sponsors, Kentucky Performance Products and Cashel Company. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Remember to set your goals high and love to learn from every ride. And spay, neuter, and geld. Bye, guys. Stay cool out there. 